When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. My name is Eliza Gelman. If you are new here, welcome. And if you have been a listener, then welcome back. Today we have a solo episode. And to let you in a little bit, it is Friday, October 6th. This is going to be airing next Thursday. But the reason that I wanted to the reason that I wanted to put this out well, record this early was because I'll be out of town for work next week and traveling with the the gear, the headphones, the focus right, the inputting, all of that. It's not a big deal, but it's nice to not have to travel with it. Also, I find that sometimes work gets out a little later, like I don't want to be rushed and there is something that I want to do after work, which is what we're going to get into today. If you clicked on this episode, you know that we're going to be talking about zone two cardio and you might be thinking, oh, I'm not a runner. This does not pertain to me. Oh, I I don't really do much cardio. I'm more weightlifting. This doesn't pertain to me. Or this could mean, oh, I'm not really trying to work on my cardiovascular strength or my insulin's fine or I'm not like this does not pertain to me. It does. And let me explain to you why. Quick housekeeping before we do. If you have not already, head over to Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on your phone, click on the purple app on your phone and leave us a review. It is the greatest way to naturally and organically share the podcast and let people who are searching for fitness, health, motivation, uh, fat loss, nutrition, whatever it is, this is the best way for people to find it. Leave us five stars, leave us a review, or if you're listening on Spotify, make sure you are following. Now that that is all good, let's get into today's episode. Zone two cardio and when should we be adding in cardio to our routine? Let me let me debunk a couple of things. Not debunk, but let me just say that if you are someone that thinks that cardio or fat burning cardio or any type of this cardio talk is something that immediately puts you off, or it's not pertinent to you, you don't. Ha- you feel like you don't have time for cardio, or you feel like, okay, this is going to be a boring episode, I, I, I don't care about this, this is not, like, I like weightlifting, or I like Pilates, or whatever it is. The reason why I wanted to get into this episode was because this is, those are all thoughts that I have had up until the past several months. And what has really, really changed my perspective on cardio is zone two training. We're going to get into what zone two training is, but essentially it is a, I'm going to say this and I don't want people to think that I'm just saying it because like, I'm, oh, she's, she works out. She knows what she's doing. No, no, no. It is quite literally easy. And I want to say easy because I mean it. Let's, let's break that down. 
zone two cardio is something that has impacted my physical tone in my body, my endurance, and my overall enjoyment of cardio. Cardio to me over the past even six or seven years has been okay, I, I do sprints a couple days per week on the treadmill. I'll go really intense. I, it's great for, you know, fat burning, but mostly like carbs, sugar, you're just burning overall. And it gets you into, I, I love sprints. Let's, let's not ignore that. But I was never someone who was like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go out and run a quick two, three, four, five miles. It was just not for me. I thought that running or cardio that took that long was always super, super challenging for me because as soon as I would go out there, I I would feel like I would get gassed almost immediately or like, oh, I'll find my groove after the first mile or so. But it was really, really tough because it just felt really hard. Cardio, let's normalize this. Cardio sucks when it's hard. Zone two cardio has been something that we've heard more and more of if you've been listening to different podcasts or different professionals or have been a triathlete or any type of like maybe you ran track in high school, whatever it is. Maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't. But zone two cardio is a way of performing cardio at a slow pace that doesn't get your heart rate over a certain amount and allows you to be basically just using fat to get your energy, which we have an unlimited supply of. Like you're not going to burn off all of your fat in one run. The great thing about this is also you aren't really utilizing any muscle. There's really no breakdown of muscle in this cardio. I think a lot of people think, oh, well, if I'm just going to do cardio, I, I, I use this as a way to pair my weightlifting. I will do zone two cardio two, three times per week. And then I weight lift like three to four times per week. Okay. There are, I'm going to be basing this off of a lot of information. Yes, I have found it online, but a lot of it is what I've adapted into my day-to-day, which I can attest to. Um, I'm sure there are going to be different professionals out there who had different ideas, but this is just a high level basic understanding of what zone two cardio is. And I'm on artofmanliness.com. It's a health and fitness website. I I really like this and I think that their resources are... uh, well thought out and easy to understand. I'll put this in the show notes if you want to be, if you want to like take notes or maybe you're driving. But there are in in this source, there are six different, there are six different zones of cardio that you can be in. Zone one being the lowest intensity, which is as they say, sitting down, walking around your house, like essential day to day activities. All the while, zone six is your highest intensity, all out sprints. In, in like a super, super heavy lifting, deadlifting, uh, just your most intense heart rate where everything goes white afterwards, essentially. Zone one, we'll break these down quickly. Zone one is using fat. So walking around your house, sitting down, that type of thing. Zone two is fat trending into carbohydrates. Zone three, fat trending into carbohydrate usage. Zone four, primarily carbohydrates. Zone five, primarily carbohydrates. And then zone six is carbohydrates and trending into creatine phosphate. We're not going to get into those today. Those are, you think professional athletes, you think sprints, you think they're chugging Gatorade, you think the night before a workout, they're getting a lot of carbs. They're building in, uh, they're building up their carb 
supply in their body because that is those those are those like fast muscle fibers those fast twitch the high intensity fast pace that is the type of energy system that's being used however if your goal is to maintain the muscle that you have while continuously burning fat but at a more even efficient level so if you if you want all the benefits of cardio but you don't want it to be super hard zone 2 is the goal. And notice it goes zone one and then zone two. It, it And zone one is sitting on your ass essentially. And if we are just trying to get to the one next level, then it can't be that hard, right? Let's think about all the different kinds of cardio that we can be incorporating this into. They say, they say that your zone two workouts, you want them to be approximately 45 minutes long. That might seem like, oh my God, Eliza, you're high if you think I'm going to go out and swim for 45 minutes or run for 45 minutes or quite literally do anything cardio for 45 minutes, except for just go for a leisurely walk. But the goal of this, and there are different ways to know if you're going to be in zone two. You don't have to go out and buy a fancy watch. You don't have to go out and uh, like have your pointer finger and your middle finger on your heart and your, what is it called? Your jugular, your pulse. <laughs> pulse. Jesus, Liza. You don't have to have your fingers on the pulse the entire time. There are a couple of methods that you can use to determine when you're in zone two for cardio. And you don't have to be a mathematician. You don't have to do anything sciencey or crazy. So let's just go through the two most popular. Well, of course, you can get a heart rate monitor and you can do like if you're wearing an Apple Watch or if you're whatever you're wearing, if you're already wearing wearable fitness. Great. That's awesome. But how are you going to know what number to look at? Do not skip through this ad. This is important. If you are someone who has consistently done small things to elevate your lifestyle or you have a busy schedule, everything is hectic and crazy, but you just try and make it work where you can, here's where I need you to listen up. In your evening routine, your, your evening routine is essentially going to be setting up your entire next day. We are talking about the Organifi Chocolate Gold. The Organifi Chocolate Gold is something that I have had in my evening, winter, and fall time ritual for the past two years. It is filled with adaptogens that help to support relaxation. It doesn't put you to sleep, but it almost puts you into a sense of calm. There's really nothing drastic, but it is a nice vessel, a nice carrier into the night. I've been taking this with a little bit of coconut milk. I'll do some hot water and add some extra, extra cinnamon, even though it's already in there. And it really is such a great way to satisfy my sweet tooth, satisfy that sugar craving, but without getting any of the stimulation of sugar at the end of the night. Because I feel like whenever I do have sugar at the end of the night, I can always feel it either in my stomach or in my head. I feel like my heart rate gets a little higher and it's not something that really supports healthy sleep. I've been taking the Organifi chocolate. It's like a healthy hot chocolate. I absolutely adore it. I know that you will love it. It will support your relaxation. It will support healthy hormones and support healthy sleep. So you can check it out at Organifi.com backslash HTH and check out all of their options for 20% off. It is Organifi chocolate gold back in season, baby. And it is 
code HTH for 20% off. You will not regret it. Thank me later. In order to figure out your zone two heart rate where you want to be, there's a range. It's not like you have to be at one very specific number the entire time. There is a, a threshold, a, a minimum and a maximum. First way that's super, super easy, even if you're driving, oh God, hopefully we can, we can all do this while we're, while we're multitasking or passively listening to this podcast. First way to figure out your range is if you s- subtract your age from 220. All you got to do, let's just use me as an example. I am 30 years old. 220 minus 30 equals 190. All right. That's that's as tough as the math is going to get. So you want to stay for zone two. If my number is 190, you want to stay within 70 to 80% of that. So if you're a 30-year-old, then you would do that simple math and you would say, that your zone two heart rate is approximately 133 to 152. If I'm doing zone two cardio, meaning if I'm on a Stairmaster, an incline walk, a run, a bike, if I'm doing all that or on an elliptical, then I want that heart rate number to stay anywhere between the range of 133 and 152. The goal would be to stay as close to the higher end, so 152 as possible, without going over that number. And they even said on this website, this isn't the most accurate method, but it's definitely something, a good range to look at. It gets you in that general ballpark, they say. So again, that is 220 minus your age, and then 70 to 80% of that would give you your zone two heart rate. There is also something that I actually really liked um, because if they're saying, okay, well, you want to stay in this zone two, you want to stay in this zone two, but on the higher end of your zone two, just tell me what that is. You know, why wouldn't we just focus there? So there is another formula called the Maffetone formula, and we won't get into the whole history of it. I'll put this in the show notes, but you subtract your age from 180 and then you modify it based on the categories below. And I'll read out some of these categories, but again, let's just say you're 30 years old, 180 minus 30, so that's 150. We're using me as an example here. So if you're 30 years old, 180 minus 30, okay, so 150. And then based on a couple of different factors, you would subtract either 5 or 10 or however many additional points. These questions are if you are recovering from a major illness, a heart disease, operation, hospital, uh, if you are on any regular medication, stage three, overtraining, da, 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 then you would subtract an additional 10. Another one is if you're injured, if you've regressed or you're not improving in training and competition, if you have seasonal allergies, asthma, or you are uh, blah, 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 you've been inconsistent, you're just starting or you're getting back into training, you would subtract five. I put myself into that category because I haven't really been doing much of this training for a long time. So I just subtracted an additional five leaving me at 145. So approximately 145 would be the upper end of my max heart rate. Okay. That's, those are all the numbers. We're, we're done talking numbers here. We're finished talking numbers. Here's something that you can do. You don't need a watch. You don't need a calculator. You don't need a phone. You don't need a friend. You can do this. Well, you might want a friend to do this, but otherwise you can test this on your own. You might look like a crazy person for a second, but just pretend you're on a conference call. Here's what I mean. There's also just the talking test. 
We don't need to overcomplicate things. <laughs> when I was learning about Zotu Fitness, I was told you should be able to have a comfortable conversation with someone. And I thought, it, there's no way. I'm not going to be able to like chit chat with someone throughout an entire run. I can say sentences and answer questions and things like that, but I'm not going to maintain a full-blown conversation because I'm going to be gassed. I'm going to be out of breath. That is the thing. It is the easiest and honestly one of the more accurate ways to determine if you're in zone two or above. If you know that you cannot have a conversation, you should obviously still be like breathing a little heavier and it should sound like you're working out during your conversation. But if you're not able to have a conversation at all, you you have to stop after every sentence and, and take a break, then you're probably in zone three. You've already skipped zone two. So you might have to even go slower. Isn't that awesome? I think that was the coolest revelation to me that, oh, just go slower. And okay, so if you are having a conversation and you're able to talk comfortably, then I mean, maybe sound a little bit breathy, but you're not able to, you're not able to talk as clearly as when you're at rest, but you're still capable of talking. That is when you're in zone two. And I'm obsessed with this. I think that this is the easiest way. The first time I ever did a run with someone who was teaching me about zone two, they literally had to hold on to my shirt and tell me to slow down. I was like, yeah, but like, I want to get a good workout in. That was my mindset. I was like, oh, but I want to get a good workout. And he was like, you're going to start burning more carbs and less fat if you continue to do that. And I said, oh my God, I'm telling you, when you can understand that going slow in your cardio is going to give you so many benefits and it's going to make cardio so much more enjoyable, it will change your life. I'm going to go through I'm going to go through a couple of the benefits of zone 2 cardio. It improves your performance if you're an endurance athlete. I'm I'm not super endurance athlete, so I'm just kind of going to skip over that one. It improves your cardiovascular health. It gives essentially gives your heart and your blood system a workout without going crazy. It prevents injury and aids recovery. A lot of times if we see people training for something or if we see people, uh, we're like, oh, we're just going to get into running or we're going to get into cycling. A lot of the time there's injury involved because we get a stress fracture or we sprain something or we're, we get shin splints or our knees. The, the, my, the, what is the word I'm looking for? With how low impact and how non-stressful this is for your body and your heart, but still able to burn fat, your body will naturally prevent injury because of the minimal impact and bounce from what you're doing. So if you're jumping around and you're doing a shit ton of burpees and you're like, oh, that doesn't sound good to me, but I'm, I'm just going to go do a HIIT workout real quick. Ask yourself if you can truly stay consistent with that. Can you truly stay consistent with a very intense, you know, 20 to 30 minute super intense HIIT workout that could you leave you injured, which by the way, still do HIIT, still keep your training <laughs> versatile. I'm just saying this is a great way to incorporate longer stints of cardio to burn more fat. It also boosts mood. This has been said to really increase dopamine and uh, natural dopamine. It has said to almost be like a meditative state because you just get into this one rhythmic pace 
and you can have these conversations and it takes away the pressure that we put on ourselves to have these intense cardio sessions. We often think running sucks because running is hard, but running too fast is hard. Jogging slowly, we can almost, we can do that forever. When I say forever, I mean that's going to be varying per each person. If you're more of an elliptical person, do that. If you're a cycling person, you're only using your lower body, go for that. Do something. Do something. I wanted to get on here and talk about this because I've had so many clients in the past who they either only run and then they're only burning fat but not building muscle or they're reluctant and I've definitely been in this boat. I have been in this camp and it's I'm not here to preach because I'm telling you like I can see it from both sides so clearly. It was me like three week, three months ago that I was feeling this way but I was only weightlifting and doing sprints because I was thinking okay I just want to build muscle. I don't want to lose muscle so I'm not going to do cardio. And every time I would go for a run or do a 5K or do something that was supposed to be a fun run, I would just end up being miserable because I would be running in, the, I would try and maintain this zone three, zone four type of heart rate and, and work ethic during my workouts that I would just be miserable. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to maintain this. This is not enjoyable for me. I've noticed that I get less winded during my actual workouts like my my weight training workouts I'm getting much less winded during and I have more endurance there I notice that when I do have sprint days which I've had a couple of since I started doing this zone two cardio on my sprint days I feel like a gazelle (laughs) I truly feel like I can go so much faster and my I mean it's still intense and hard but the bounce back rate is much quicker now what we want to do is find that middle ground because we don't want to simply be running and then not building muscle or or doing cardio or whatever kind of cardio you want. We don't want to just be burning fat and not building muscle. We want to, in an ideal world, be burning fat and simultaneously increasing and, and maintaining our muscle mass. How great is that? If you could like, my biggest fear was, oh my God, I'm going to lose my ass. Something that I have to work really hard to keep anyways. I'm going to lose my ass. But really what's been happening is you see more tone, more more length, but then you still keep the muscle. It, it makes the, it has made, which in the past I haven't thought, but it has made the skin around my body feel tighter to my muscle. And I find that that has been really, really cool to observe. And this is also something I know we talk a lot about cycles and and doing like different types of workouts for different phases of your cycle. When you're not going incredibly fast and you are able to have a slow pace. And and if, if we're talking about running, my pace has been around like nine minutes and 45 seconds to 10 minute miles. And I know that that might seem super... I don't know how that seems to people. That might seem fast. That might seem slow. To me, I used to try and run eight minute miles. So by giving myself that grace of almost two minutes, it's the shit. But either way, we want to be maintaining or gaining muscle while simultaneously burning fat. If, if you don't want that, that's great. But if you do, this is a fantastic regimen, which is one or two days of zone two cardio for 45 minutes. And that can be 
bumping up your treadmill to, you know, the max it can go or, or 10 or whatever it can go. And then boosting your speed and, and giving yourself the first like five or so minutes of that workout of just the incline walk to see, okay, if I can't have a conversation at this speed and incline, maybe I can lower it a little bit and you can like put your hands on the grips and it can take your blood pressure or your uh, heart rate, or if you can just do the talk test, but don't expect to get it right away. I think that giving yourself five to 10 minutes in that first workout to see like, okay, maybe I already skipped zone two and I'm into zone three, not burning fat, just burning carbs. So the, the goal here is going to be how can I maintain a conversation during this cardio, but still not be walking, not be sitting <laughs> and do this for about 45 minutes. And and if you got to start with 30 minutes, that's totally cool too. We all start somewhere different. I'm, I'm just explaining where I have begun. Maintaining muscle, reducing risk of injury, boosting our mood, and... One reason why I wanted to do this sooner rather than later, I was thinking, do I want to do this episode now where I've only had a couple months of this under my belt, but I feel like this is a good time to talk about it and then we'll talk about it later on, like maybe in another three or so months, because this is this is me in the beginning of this. I'm not saying I'm turning into a runner. I'm not saying that I'm not weightlifting. I'm doing just as much weightlifting as I always have, but why wouldn't we all want to start on this together if it's something that might sound appealing to you? know that I'm I'm right here with you and I'm just getting started as well. And not for nothing, but it's going to start getting chillier. As the months get colder, we are less prone to going outside. Of course, in the fall, we're like, oh, a nice run in the fall. That's great. But when it starts to become late December, January, February, and it's chilly, if you have the opportunity to understand this zone two cardio system, it's very, very simple. It's, it's not the easiest, but it is simple. Once you can figure this out, you can, you can do this while you travel. You can do this while you're in a hotel. You can do it when it's raining. Because if you, let's say you live in an apartment and there's a gym, maybe you have a Peloton at home. You can hop on that bike. And if you just know, okay, I got to stay between, between 122 and one, whatever the heart rate range was, I got to stay between these two numbers. Great then I'm good to go. Or I just have to be able to hold a conversation, then I'm good to go. This is, it requires hardly any equipment, if any, unless you're inside. It requires, it doesn't require other people. You don't have to schedule a class and you can do it inside or outside. I'm about to go outside and do a run on my own actually. And what is it? It is like one, it's almost two o'clock. Wow. Lucky me. It is Friday and I'm getting to go run outside for a little bit. And the cool thing is, is that I used to, I used to dread this. I would dread it all day long and be like, okay, I'm just going to go out and run two miles, come back. And just, I would almost try and like sprint the last little bit of it because I was just so over it. But now I'm looking forward to it because I know that if maybe I get a phone call, they'll be able to tell that I'm on a run, but I'll be able to chat with them my sister, shout out Alexa Gelman. I don't think she's listened to this podcast in about two and a half years, uh, but she supports by and large one of my biggest fans. Okay. I love her. This girl is, she's pregnant and she'll call me while she's walking up a hill and she'll have a chat with me. 
And it used to be that she would do that like before in the early stages of her first pregnancy and when she was going through her first pregnancy and after, she would just give me a call and chat on the phone while she was running. And I thought, this girl is a psychopath. How is she doing this? She is an absolute freak athlete, which she is. But now I understand that that is something we are all capable of. And I just appreciate having heard her be able to do it in different ways. Right now, it's when she's 100 months pregnant again and walking up a hill like a badass. She's walk- she's doing these like hour-long walks, and she- or however long walks, and she's walking up a hill and she's able to have a full-blown conversation. And for her at this stage, that is her zone two cardio because she could still have a conversation, but she's still burning fat. She's doing these things that are low impact on her body. She's not trying to like grip it and rip it right now when she's growing a baby but it's simply the coolest it is the coolest and it's the simplest way to burn fat get in that nice meditative state while also boosting your mood and I don't know about you but I am really excited to have more options I like to throw more options in there you feel so satisfied after these workouts and you don't like I've never after one of these workouts felt oh my god I can't move my legs because after a sprint workout my legs feel like a thousand pounds if I go out and run five miles I'm not super used to that I can go out and do three four pretty easy now but five that's like on the upper end of what I've been doing (sighs) y'all we've we've got to get on board with this it it, we're we're maintaining our muscle we are burning fat we are feeling good and we're staying in just zone two imagine if you had to go to three four five or even six there are so many more past this the hardest part about this is making sure you don't go too fast it blows my mind it actually blows my mind (sighs) i think we can add this into our cardio routine or, or if you don't have a cardio routine, this is a great way to start. If you're like, oh, I've never done cardio because you hear people talk about how much running fucking sucks, then this is the this is the gateway drug. I'm telling you, you go out for an incline walk and the great thing is, is that you probably have already been doing it and you don't even know. Then we just want to increase the time or we want to increase it just a little bit and we're great. I wanted to get on here and explain all of this before I went on a well, I'll be in Louisville, Kentucky next week, and I'm so excited. I've never been, uh, but I wanted to make sure that this was all pre-recorded so that I could put it out, and it sounded bomb, and I didn't have to worry about it after work so that I can go do zone cardio after work. In the morning, I'm just going to stick to lifting, or if I'm really tired that morning, then I'll just do zone two cardio in the morning, and I'll still feel totally satisfied, and Maybe that will be a day that I'm not weightlifting. I don't know. I'm going to be menstrual next week. So who knows? Who knows? You guys are the best. If you have not already, please write a review on Apple Podcast. Subscribe. And just know cardio, it's so lame to say, but cardio sucks when it's really hard. But when it doesn't have to be that hard, it can be enjoyable and you can get so many benefits mentally physically less injury you can make it enjoyable you can make it meditative highly recommend and if you have questions feel free to ask me so that I can ask someone else and get you the answer (laughs) I am learning this as well you can check in the link in the show notes for more info and without further ado we will talk to you next Thursday
Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.